Hello and welcome to A Murderous Affair, the podcast where we talk about women in history known for mayhem and murder. This week, to kind of end on a more lighter note and I guess celebrate the more holiday-esque season, we are doing a woman that kind of falls more into the mayhem side than the murder side. My name is Gabrielle and our woman of the week is Charlotte Badger. She is the first recorded European woman to end up in New Zealand and most definitely did not plan on it. She is most known for being a former convict who was on board the ship the Venus during a mutiny in Tasmania in 1806. She's also rather a woman of mystery as no one really knows what happened to her or how she died. But some highlights of her life, besides the one we mentioned, include her marriage to a Maori chieftain. Is that how you say it? Hold on. Maori. Her marriage to a Maori chieftain and a life of piracy. So, like I said, this one should be a fun one, so let's go ahead and get started. Charlotte Badger was born in 1778, and she was the daughter of Thomas and Anne 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 Badger. That is a sentence to say. She was working as an apprentice at the age of 10, and it was actually from her employer that she stole four guineas and a Queen Anne half crown when she was about 18 years old. In June of 1796, because of the severity that British law enforcement at that time had on stealing and crime in general, it was considered a capital offense. She was sentenced to a prison that was a seven months journey by ship away across the ocean, was given seven years. She spent four years of her sentence in prison in England before she was boarded onto a ship to take her to the prison, which was called the Parramatta Female Factory and located in New South Wales, Australia. It was in 1801 that she actually arrived as a convict to the New South Wales colony. Now, it's here that we kind of start to get the historical and the mythological aspect of Charlotte Badger's history kind of mixed together. So, according to the more popularized view of what happened to Charlotte Badger, it was during her stay in South Wales, when she had just been released from the Paramount Female Factory, that she became pregnant and gave birth to a daughter. Um, we don't know who the father was, and as far as we can tell, this part stays pretty consistent consistent in both the factual account and the more uh, exaggerated account. But, at this point, but she also did meet fellow inmate Catherine Kitty Haggerty, and it is believed that they were friends, or at least familiar with each other. In 1803, both were on a passage on the ship the Venus and were going to be taken to... the Twofold Bay on the southern New Wales set coast. But it's this voyage that really kind of puts the more mythological view on Charlotte versus like the more factual view. So according to the popular accounts, um, 
In one version, Charlotte and Kitty are both rowdy drunken passengers who are hooking up with fellow convicts, breaking into caskets, and dancing naked for the crew. They are also fully involved with a mutiny that happens on the Venus. Now, in this one account, they are waving a pistol, dressed as men, and Charlotte is the one inciting everyone to riot. Now, they are on this ship with other convicts who altogether include the first mate as well as a few soldiers and um, other just kind of seamen who take off with the ship while their captain is out delivering some supplies to a port that they stop in. Now the mutineers take the Venus to New Zealand where it's there that they drop off the women and Charlotte and so Charlotte, Kitty and Charlotte's child and there they are taken in by the local Maori tribes um, and given their own rooms and kind of their own place in the town there. So according to some people, Charlotte ends up marrying one of the chieftains. And it's only after Kitty died and many years later that a ship is described coming across an English woman with an eight-year-old girl Um and they live the rest of, and they refuse a voyage back to Europe and instead live out the rest of their lives there. Um, now, according to some others, they hitched a ride to America and then disappeared. But nobody knows what happens to Charlotte. Nobody knows where she died, what happened to her. All, that, all that's known is that she was one of Australia's first so-called she was one of the first so-called pirates to have come from australia or having been exiled i guess to that region and she was one of the people in charge of mutinying on the ship and that is kind of the more popularized and not actually strictly true account of charlotte badger so let's go ahead and start with the more realistic and historically accurate account of what happened to Badger. For one thing, in 1803, when she boarded the Venus, she was not actually a con convict anymore. She had been cleared of her crime and had completely served her sentence. Another thing is that the so-called woman's prison that she was at was not actually a prison at all, but it was instead a colony and that was just the name of it was the palmadata or palma palmata palmata uh factory colony as of 1801 she had only had two years of her sentence left to serve and she completed her sentence in june of 1803 as well as Catherine hegarty was also no longer a convict it's actually not really known why those two women were on venus the idea that they had been friends was something that a creative writer at the time had actually lend credit credence to and wrote about and eventually where everybody else kind of got this idea that Catherine and Charlotte had actually been friends who had come up with this plan together but it's speculated that both women were going to take up positions as either housekeepers or other kind of working domestically job other domestic work jobs it's also considered likely that both women were living with men either in Sydney or Parramatta or and they were went along with this man onto the Venus. What is true is that Hegarty was actually reportedly with Kelly, the first mate of the Venus, along this passage. Um, apparently the captain Chase used the word cohabited and 
they actually knew each other. Now, Charlotte was present when everybody mutinied, but as for why, it doesn't actually say that she took any but it doesn't say that she actually took any active participation and instead kind of seems to lean more towards the fact that she just went along with it or she was wrapped up with everybody else's plans and was more of just kind of like a passive participant than an instigator. Once the ship, the Venus, did reach Tasmania Islands, Charlotte and Catherine did disembark the ship and unfortunately Catherine died almost immediately upon departing uh, the ship and Charlotte was there along with her newborn baby. That part is still true. She did still have a newborn baby at the time whose father we don't know. In December of 1806, Captain Turnbull of the Indispensable, which what a wonderful name for a ship and a captain overall, um, communicated that Captain Turnbull had taken Charlotte Badger and her child on board his ship. So overall, Badger spent less than five months before she took passage on the ship to somewhere else. Passenger list proves that Badger was on the indispensable um, because there is a record's existence saying that one of the women, quote, brought from New Zealand in the indispensable was in the Venus Schooner when ran away with from P. Dalrymple. So basically Charlotte Badger was recorded to be on the ship and that recorded that she was one of the women who had been on the Venus when it had been mutinied. Now this ship reached Sydney, Australia in July of 1807 and she kind of disappears for a little while. Um, so what we know for sure is that by 1806, Badger was not at the Bay of Islands. She was not settling with the community there and there was no record of her saying that she would rather stay there than return back to her home country or return back to Australia. Now, the first few years after she arrived back in Sydney, there are no records at all. Then in 1811, she appears in a marriage registry for herself and Private Thomas Humphreys. She was described as a spinster in the marriage register at the church. Like, that's just so ridiculous. Like, oh, this spinster at the ripe age of 30. It's just so funny thinking back on those days and like how people were classified. Um, so her husband was with the Royal Veteran Company, which was made up of British who chose to stay in the Australian colony um, who were either cho considered unfit for active service but could be considered guards or who had just decided to stay after their tour was officially over. So he was about 60 and she was in her early 30s at this time. Badger was also featured in the Wales population musters, which I guess is like the population counts in 1811 and 1814. And she was also registered in 1824 and in 1825 still married to the same man and now in both years she was shown with a daughter named maria whose age was 10 in 1825. Nothing more has been found out about maria and people have said that this is actually not badger's first child so that infant who she arrived with to new zealand after being on the mutinied ship has no records there are no records of her arriving um but if she did reach the island, he or she did reach the island, they did not leave again. Um, there are no burial records, and there's no mention of a child on the passenger list when it came from the island to Badger's current settling place. This isn't like a for sure saying that something happened to the child and he just wasn't there or he died or he or she died along the way, but 
um, it is so that there's just no record. So we really don't know what happened to the infant that she had on her first journey. What is interesting too is that while later accounts have made it like this big thing that she was kind of a household name and everybody knew her as this pirate, um, there are no public commentary rec records on the return of Charlotte Badger. Um, there was nothing in the public official correspondence, nor court records to suggest that she was prosecuted for the ship's mutiny and no immediate news when she did return. She also returned to Sydney, Australia as a passenger and not a prisoner, which means that even though maybe the government had threatened to punish those involved in the mutiny, either they just didn't follow through with it or she was found to be innocent and no action was taken against her for any role in it. After that, she kind of disappears from record until July 5th, 1843 in New South Wales when Badger was accused before a judge of stealing a blanket from a Jane Oliver a few months earlier. Now Humphreys, along with a local carpenter and cabinet maker, stood as witnesses or sureties, I guess that just means like character witnesses, for Charlotte and the charge against her was dismissed. Now, at this time, she was in her mid-60s. After that, there's really nothing until Thomas Humphreys dies on Christmas Day when he's 92 years old, December 25th, 1843. And Charlotte Badger's eventual fate is still unknown. There's no record of her death. We don't know if she stayed there with her daughter. We don't know um, what happened to her if she went back to Europe. Really, we have no idea what happened to Charlotte Badger, but that is her story and how she got caught up into this gigantic sweeping mess of mutiny and betrayal and piracy and ultimately how her story has been just exaggerated throughout history. Or hey, maybe not. Maybe people are thinking that she's more boring than she actually was and the exaggerated account is really the true thing. You never know. But my name is Gabrielle. And that is the story of Charlotte Badger. I would love to know what you guys think of this episode. Please feel free to let me know in the comments down below. Feel free to let me know by reaching out on social media, um, whether it's on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere and everywhere. You can find me at Reads, F-R-U-M-I-O-U-S-R-E-A-D-S. And I would love to know your thoughts on this episode. Make sure you subscribe to A Murderous Affair on all your favorite podcast sites. We are on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Libsyn, Podbean, basically anywhere that you listen to podcasts. That's all I have for you guys today. Stay spooky, friends, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye.